Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about God and government. In our first episode, our hope is to share with you why we chose the name The Shepherd King, the vision for our podcast, and also share about the people behind the podcast, Greg Baker and Leo. So Greg, let's start with the name. Why did we pick the name Shepherd King for our podcast? Yeah, so Leo, we want this to be a podcast that really brings a biblical worldview to government. And as you know, we, we don't want it limited to a certain period of time because God transcends time. He transcends cultures. He transcends nations. So I take the term the shepherd king. The shepherd king is referring to Jesus Christ. And if you're a pastor of the church, it says as you're waiting for your award from the chief shepherd, the shepherd king. And I think about government, Jesus often referred to as the head of the church, but we often don't think about him as king of kings, lord of lords. He is also the chief shepherd of government. He is the shepherd king. He is the heir to the throne of David. And as we look at government today, he is our primary example of what it means to live out government the way God designed it to be lived out. And his life is a practical example of what God desires his kings to do, which is to lay down their lives for their people. That's great, Greg. And that's the hope that we have for every episode is to bring out Christ. Greg, share a little bit more about the ministry behind the Shepherd King podcast. So, Leo, you and I work for an organization called the Family Leader Foundation. And the Family Leader Foundation, we, we started an entity we call the Church Ambassador Network. And this originally was just in the state of Iowa. And what our goal was is how do we engage the church in a way that is a, a gospel-centered approach to state government? And as the Lord has really blessed this, he's really allowed us to expand this model across the country. And we just really have seen this need of... So many Christians know they need to engage government, but most of the way that they have seen it done, they know is not right. It's often not a gospel-centered approach. So we really saw the need of how can we step in here and really bring forward kingdom principles that we see laid out in the Bible that we could not only apply to American government, but really any form of government, because the God we serve is international. That's great, Greg. As we think about the Shepherd King podcast and we share with our listeners what this podcast is about. What is the vision that we have for this podcast? First, this podcast is going to require you to take off your hat as an American citizen, and it's going to require you to put on your kingdom citizenship hat. Our hope is that by listening to this podcast, Christians have a deeper understanding of how much the Word of God speaks into government and how it actually does teach us how to properly engage government, but is not the common form that we have seen. 
Our hope is to be able to come alongside our brothers and sisters in the Lord, and even some people on here are maybe a little bit skeptical about God, or maybe even some government authorities on here listening and just sharing the timeless truths of how much God has spoken into our civilization, how he's spoken to our government leaders, and that government truly is God's servant for the people's good. And I even hope that the cross is clearly seen in this and how much of an epicenter of a role it plays when we look at government. The cross is a symbol of justice. Government is God's created instrument for justice on this side of eternity. So I really hope we bring glory to the Lord and just clearly proclaim the gospel message and that you hear it throughout the episodes. I pray it strengthens you for those of you who know him. And I pray for those who don't that it calls you unto him. Amen, Greg. Greg, I think the best way to learn about the Shepherd King podcast and the vision for this podcast would be to learn the testimony of the people behind these microphones. Would you mind sharing how the Lord has grabbed a hold of your heart and how that has changed everything that you do, including your life at home, your life at work, and also how you have been engaging government? And my testimony is a huge part of obviously who I am as it is for all Christians, and my testimony is still being written. That I, I came to know Jesus Christ at the age of 23. It's a little later in life for most Christians, but in the grand scheme of it, it's still really early in life. I'm very thankful for that. So I grew up in a small town in western Iowa, and we didn't go to church a whole lot, so I never really heard the gospel. If I did, it it didn't really stick, and it was just a few minor presentations. Went off to college, lived a typical college lifestyle at the University of Iowa, you would see at most universities. Then when I moved to Des Moines, I... Um, went through kind of a season of depression where I was really longing for something bigger than myself. And in my background up to this point is I've had an interest in government as long as I can remember. It started with an interest in history in about third grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can't study history without seeing the effect of governments on history. And you study England, you study the kings and queens of old, you study Germany, you study about the old German emperors, you study China, the old empire. There's so much an impact the government has that the two ended up really being connected with each other. And by the time I got into high school, I became politically active, but also desired to be a history teacher. So I went to the University of Iowa to be a history teacher and got very involved with a college political party at the University of Iowa. But upon graduating, I was not feeling fulfilled. I was working on a governor's race. It's actually the guy who's the CEO of our company now, Bob Vanderplotz. And I wasn't being fulfilled. And so much of my political understanding at this time was I need to pick a side, and it is my job to make sure that a side wins. Mm -hmm. And there's a pastor that took an interest in my life well beyond politics that invited me out for a meal. And uh, we had lunch together, and he walked me through the gospel. And this is the first time, I know I didn't hear it for the first time, but this is the first time I really began to understand it and comprehend it. And what this pastor did not know is that I, I went to a funeral of one of my coworkers' brother, and he died very young at the age of, I think, 28 from cancer. 
And this funeral wasn't leaving me. Um, the witness of this family was incredible. They were praising God in the midst of this storm, and I really didn't understand that. I just really thought, what cruel God would take someone away at the age of 28. But I went to this funeral, and the pastor, no doubtly, went through the gospel. Uh, I walked away thinking I wanted this. So Pastor Terry Amen, when he took me out for lunch, he didn't know I, I was so hungry. I wanted this. I just didn't know how to, mm. to pinpoint what it was. I just knew what this young man had. I wanted it. And when Terry was walking me through just what it sin that I had committed, my understanding that sin separated me from God and that Jesus came and died on the cross and like all these things I sang in Christmas carols and everything else before, but it was hitting me. Hmm. And I walked away and, I, and he gave me this gospel track and I bet you I read that gospel track 200 times. Hmm. And on April 18, 2010, I was at church, went up to Pastor Terry. I said, Terry, I am ready to surrender and give my life to Christ. And a week later, I was baptized, and my whole world turned upside down, including the way I viewed government. I had no clue how to view anything anymore. So I, I stepped away from the political sphere thinking I would never go back and ended up being a year off. I thought it'd be a lifetime, but it was a year. But this year is so crucial in my life. It was during this year that a young man named John Crane really came alongside me. He taught me how to read the Bible. He taught me how to pray. He taught me what it looked like to pour into other people. And he showed me what real love and friendship looked like. I was loved by these people like I'd never been loved before, and I never felt so safe and comfortable then with the Lord's people. That it just gave me this incredible heart for the church. And I ended up becoming a laborer in that church and a community group leader in the church, Walnut Creek Church. And God gripped me there at that place. And it was there that I was invited to come work at the Family Leader Foundation and take more of a Christian approach to government. I was really reluctant at first. I, I didn't know what I thought about government anymore. Right. But the Word of God changed me and His Holy Spirit changed me. And the big thing I learned from this is that there is no political game or strategy that'll transform people. Hmm. Only the gospel of Jesus Christ has that power. And I'm just evidence of that. God has transformed me. He's transformed the way I view government. He still transforms the way I view government. The more I study him and I see people, he's grown my heart for compassion so much. And and so much now, I didn't have a political home anymore. I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. I just want to resemble Christ here and do the best I can, knowing that there's no earthly political party that could ever embody mm -hmm. the teachings of his scriptures. That's great, Greg. Uh, what a great testimony of how God impacted your life personally, but how that affected um, everything that you do. Uh, your work affected your life with people, um, how the gospel has that power of influencing us and really changing us as a whole. So thank you for sharing that, Greg. And Leo, that, that's just not my story. It, it's your story as well. I think about how unlikely of a vessel I am that I am here speaking about God and government. Um, the old me would not have liked this. But Leo, you're an unlikely story too. I mean, Leo, you're from Brazil. You come in here joining me in a conversation about government but a lot of time we're going to be talking about American government. Right? And we're going to sprinkle in international too. But Leah, I'd love for you to share your story. How did you end up here at the Family Leader? How did Christ get a hold of you here in this place? Yes. 
Right, Greg. I, I was born in Brazil, southeast of Brazil, uh, Sao Paulo State, in a town of about 600,000 people. And I would go to church with my mom every weekend, every Sunday. My mom helped us understand that there is a God and we are held accountable to him individually, that her faith was not going to help me in my relationship with God. And it was my decision to either go to church or not go to church. So grew up with a fear of God and not much doubt on the existence of God, but I did feel the tension of giving my life to him or not giving my life to him. So for many years, I would go to church and feel very convicted of my sin. And I would hope that the preacher at that sermon wouldn't preach on the sin that I was struggling with. And I would always live convicted and guilt um, of my sin. And the week would go on. I would just go back to my own dreams, my own way of life, and never really changed until I was 15. And when I was 15, I, I heard the gospel Again, probably the thousand time that I had heard the gospel. But at that time, there was a willingness in my heart to really lay down my life for Christ, to get off the throne of my life, of the decisions of my life, the dreams of my life, and let Him guide me, let Him be the Lord and Savior of my life. And um, got baptized when I was 15 in Brazil. And in 2010, I moved to the United States to play soccer and go to high school here. And for a, for a while, my walk with the Lord was very up and down, and I struggled a lot to follow Him and find a body that I could grow into. And in 2012, I went to college in the U.S. as well. And during my time in college, uh, some uh, guys from Walnut Creek Church um, they reached out to me in the college campus, and they began to spend time with me um, reading the Bible and talking about Christ and help me understand the gospel, not only the message of the gospel, but how the gospel, uh, the, how the implications of the gospel really transform our lives. And And I began to share with them more and more about my life, open up my heart. Um, we built trust in that relationship, and they really began to disciple me. And I didn't see anywhere else I should go after college. I really wanted to be within that body of believers that really poured into my life faithfully and lovingly with a lot of patience. So in 2015, I got married. My wife uh, is from Brazil as well, Deborah, and we both live here in Des Moines, Iowa. And I have a very, um, Des Moines has a very special place in my heart. And the reason is that's where the Lord really taught me how to walk with Him. And I made really good friends that are brothers, and I respect and I love them, and I'm thankful for this place. And the way I got engaged in government was very unplanned and very interesting. Growing up in Brazil, I saw a lot of division in politics. Um, I saw a lot of divisions in the families because of politics. A lot of the arguments, a lot of discussions, a lot of frustrations with government. So I've, I've decided when I was young just to not be involved. So I didn't vote in Brazil. I would even pay a fee to don't vote. I was never really engaged in government at all. Until I came to work for the family leader for a couple months, just help with to just help with phone calls and during the time got to hang out with you greg and you shared a few verses with me about government it's straight from the word of god romans 13 began to share with me the story of nathan and david and the blessing that government can be for the people and i began to see that institution of god with such a powerful design that god created not being able to 
fulfilled that design that God had for it. And I begin to question what the role of the church is, uh, what it should, what should that look like, how should we engage. And uh, I was able to reflect on many examples, but I didn't have really a clear understanding of how we should engage. And just with more conversations about government, looking to the scriptures, I began to see a different way that we could engage government for the advance of God's kingdom, really bringing the word and building relationship with our governing authorities. Um, so that's how I got engaged in government. And I am excited. I, I love being part of the, the church ambassador network. And I love... Uh, connecting our shepherds of the church with our shepherds of government and just seeing how that relationship can um, can bring so much fruit. Uh, the gospel goes forth through those relationships and see the both shepherds wrestling through the needs of the community and seeing how they can serve the community in that way. Um, so glad to be part of this ministry, and that's how I got engaged in, in government, Greg. Well, Leo, I am so glad... God brought you here. We're blessed. We get to do church together, too. Right. So we're not just doing this podcast together. We're not just working together. We get to do church, too. Mm-hmm. And I know how much of a blessing been to our church, know how much of a blessing been to this organization. So I'm excited to enter this next chapter with you, Leo. That's great, Greg. Greg, thank you so much for sharing about the story behind this podcast and also the vision, the heart that we have for the podcast and sharing your testimony. Thank you for uh, listening and being part of our first episode of the Shepherd King podcast. We hope that this podcast will encourage you to look at the scriptures and understand how God sees government and how we can play a role in it. So thank you for joining us today. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com church.